seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Hi, and welcome to the Marketing Essentials Podcast. Our unique team helps small businesses grow by providing essential marketing expertise. Hello, and welcome to the Marketing Essentials Podcast. My name is Bill Parmentier of W. Parmentier Photography. I'm Justin Kerr of Justin Kerr Design. And I'm Alicia Piazza with Custom Marketing Solutions. And together we make up the Marketing Marketing Essentials Team. So, we're back. We're back, and what are we talking about today? Um, or, um, something about social media. <laughs> I'll, I'll freeze it. For, I'll clear up the. I'm just kidding. We we did that in the intro. It is going. We're going to talk about today how to tell if my social media marketing is working. So, how um, do you tell if your social media marketing is working? I'm so glad you asked, Bill. Um, I'm, just, I'm just here for you. Lift the lid, and it's like, are you working? Parquet, yes. and you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yet another reference. To I know. We're going to have to explain to Alicia later. Okay. <laughs> Over my hat, um, like usual. <laughs> no, no, it's not, it's not. It has nothing to do with intelligence or wit. It's just a whole old. different generation, that's all. It's just oh. that we're old. That's all so. it is. Yeah. Well, flash forward to 2018. <laughs> How do I tell are. if my social media marketing is working? Back in my day. <laughs> so... I, I have a really informal outline today, and it's it's pretty simple. And I think there's two ways. You know, we spoke about social media marketing in the past um, to, you know, how much does it cost? And we talked a, bit, a little bit about lead generation and if you're setting up your campaigns properly. Um, the very most simple way to show or be able to tell if your social media marketing is working is if you're running a lead gen campaign. So we have talked about yep. lead generation in the past. Right, okay. <clears throat> for, for those of us who don't know what a lead gen campaign is, maybe yeah. I can explain Quick recap. Bit. So yes. yeah. um, and this is just one way to tell if your social media marketing is working. But if you're running a lead gen campaign, which is generating users or prospects um, leads to your website or a landing page and getting them to take action, a specific action. So that could be downloading an ebook, asking for a quote, scheduling an appointment, whatever it is that you're trying to get your prospect, your ideal customer to do in order to interact with you. So the very most like simple way to look at your social media marketing and see if it's working is if you're doing a paid campaign and knowing your costs, your client acquisition costs. So how much is a new client worth to you? How much are you willing to pay? So if a client is worth $1,000 and you're willing to pay $100 for that that new client, you know now you know um, that's your client acquisition cost, $100 per client. Now, when you, sorry to interrupt, but when you work with a client, do you help them on that end of things, figuring out what a client is worth to them or do they have to come to yeah. you with that information already? It's, it's reassuring when they come to us with it because it tells me that they have a really good grasp on their marketing budget and their business model. It really relates back to your business model, but we'll work with them and kind of look at like, well, what are your profit margins, your overhead? Um, we're not business manager or uh, planners or anything like that, but for the marketing side of it, we need to know that they're making money because it has to be sustainable. So your client acquisition costs... Um, it could vary, you know, you could be a restaurant and to get someone, you could be willing to pay $5 to get someone in the door who's going to spend $50 with you on a plate of food. Um, and then you have to take into account your overhead and what's your profit margin on the average customer. 
So your profit margins are really important in looking at stuff on the like same that. To, on the same token, you wouldn't be willing to spend $100 to get that $50. No, I don't think so unless it was like really, really high and yeah, like I don't even know restaurants I can't afford to eat at yeah, kind of place. <laughs> Capital Grill. Yeah, but even Capital Grill, That's, $100 yeah, is a lot yeah. of money to spend on advertising for, to get one customer. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. I'm just thinking of like, you know, I was trying to think of the most expensive restaurant I know of. but yeah. Ruth Chris. In our little problem. Uh, yeah. That used to be here, but now they're gone. gone. Yeah. yeah. Well, we do have a lot of great thing. restaurants here, but um, I, I still think $100 per couple or even a large party is a lot. However, mm. catering, $100 for a wedding catering, that's all day, every day, because that's mm-hmm. a big job for you. So. Sure, sure. So looking at your, what are you willing to pay for your client acquisition cost? And so if you're doing a social media paid campaign, which is lead gen, and you're trying like maybe to get these people to sign up for a catering um, job or something like that, if you spend a thousand dollars and your average, you, you're willing to pay a hundred dollars per per new client, and you got eight clients, you didn't really hit your goal because you're at well 125 per client now. So you can really tell if you know money wise if everything is adding up. That's one way to tell if your social media marketing is working because there's various other things that can come into uh, play as well. So real quick overview: um, there's also your organic posting. There's also a customer service aspect to it. Can we back up for a second? How does organic posting play into customer acquisition? Right. Okay. So, um, honestly, organic has less of a, I guess, spot in social media now because it's harder and harder to reach new people, to reach even your current followers. But say you are having a sale or you restaurants do great with organic posting because they have such an engaged following that they can post like, you know, Fridays we're doing a two entrees and a bottle of wine for this price. And so, you know, that would be, if they're not doing anything paid, that's organic. They're just kind of putting it out there on Instagram and Twitter or whatever. And the way to track that would be to see if their foot traffic is going up or if there's a special code that people have to, you know, bring in on their phones or something like that, like mm-hmm. a coupon offer. So that's another way to track. That's a cool way to do it. So certain... Uh, businesses see some return on organic posting because they have a very active following. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I would say that it's typically food industry that I see the organic stuff do really well okay. with. Um, so maybe not so much hair salons. Uh, what is this with the hair thing with you all the time? <laughs> well, because I've worked on two sites like that uh, recently, so maybe it's just stuck in my head. It's a bald guy thing, you know. It's, yeah, I'm it's feeling, totally. I'm yeah. feeling oppressed. Bill's <laughs> <laughs> left out of the hair salon game. Okay. So <laughs> moving on. Sorry. Anyway, I mean, you could <clears throat> see if you put an offer out there for free and it was a really great offer and people came in and redeemed it, then you can track it with a coupon code on on Facebook and Instagram. Okay. So that's one way to do it. Um, and then there's you know, say you're not running like a lead generation campaign. Say you're running a branding and awareness campaign. So you're still doing paid. Um, but you want to put metrics into place, like did my likes increase? Did um, the engagement with my business increase? Did my clicks to my website increase? These are all different metrics you can put into place to see if your sho- your social media campaigns are working for you. Because if your if your target was to get more people to your website and that didn't work, then that means whatever you were putting out there wasn't you know interesting or engaging enough to get people to click through. So that's how you can grade it if it's working. Um, there's also some really cool things we've done in terms of 
I guess, less direct related to leads. So when you get a lead, you can tell exactly how much it costs you through social media. But for instance, um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with like, I think Bill had mentioned it, but bots using chatbots and mm-hmm. things of that nature. So we recently did a campaign for a restaurant. Um, it just happened to be a restaurant, but this could be maybe for any industry if you position it right. We did an engagement objective on Facebook. So we got people to engage with the post, which pushed, pushed them into Messenger, and that's where we collected the, the person's email in a private message and added them to the customer email list. And that campaign resulted in, I think we had over 70 emails at 29 cents an email. So That's, that's actually good for, for email cost. Yeah, so the hmm. client grew their email list. So, so how, how does the chat bot factor into that one? Uh, the chat bot like, went into Messenger and had the conversation with them. Really? So after they after they comment, so they had a they had a conversation with an automated. Yeah. How does that work? It was a contest. We ran a contest, and um, you know the post said if you comment, you know we'll we'll confirm that you've been entered into the contest with a private message, and we just say thank you for entering the contest. By the way, if you'd like to receive more specials and updates from our company, please drop your email in the message below. And I think out of like eighty people, seventy did. Hmm. Wow, that's good. So, yeah, and it was okay. a really small campaign. Like, it wasn't a huge budget. It was under $50, which we typically don't do. Wow. But it worked out well. And I guess going back to seeing, like, how can I tell if my social media is working for me, it's, you know, they didn't necessarily, every single person who gave their email didn't walk into the, the uh, client's establishment, like, that night or even that week, but they got that email. So that was a way to say, yes, you know, I'm willing to pay 30 cents an email, so let's, you know, run these type of campaigns. So that's that's another way to see if your Facebook is working or social media. Now, how do you, when, when a client comes to you, how do you determine what's the best way to market them mm-hmm. on social media? How do you determine that? Right, yeah, it really depends on their industry and their goals because let's just say that, okay, so here's another great example. Uh, We work with a store that has a lot of social media marketing going on Mm -hmm. and the consumers don't buy anything online. They don't really do much interaction online. The goal is to get them in the store to make the purchase. Okay. So it's, it's kind of based on that specific industry whereas some of our other clients need... Um, appointments set up or those emails gathered. Um, they need leads for, I guess, you know, what we were seeing before, lack of another term there, but this client needs foot traffic. So the way we've been able to track for him is by running offline reports that we upload into Facebook and compare with his in-store purchases. So it's oh. another way to track. Okay, you got to back up now. <laughs> offline ports, you said? Uh, offline purchases. So oh, purchases. Take, yep, so like if he has, you know, 100 purchases in store that day, we can take that data, the customer name, okay. email, and um, even the amount they spent, and then run it back into Facebook or Instagram and compare it with the ad sets that we ran. And, and Facebook will tell us, you know, out of the 100 purchases, you know, 10 came in from this ad set or 20 came in okay. from this ad set. So it's only taking credit for the ones that it generated for you. Mm. So that wouldn't work for every single client for number like a number of different reasons. But for that particular circumstance, it does. So that's just like kind of one example of how we go to each client, look at how we can track most effectively, most efficiently overall. Okay. Yeah, I, you know, 
can see easily why, you know, a small business owner, especially one who's busy like a restaurateur, would come to someone like you to say, okay, I need to develop a strategy to market my restaurant online. I'm not going to try to do this myself. Yeah, yeah most of the time they're really good at running their restaurants, and that's what they need to be good at. Right. And yeah. Well, we've, we've talked in the past is how much how much is an hour of your time as a business owner worth? Uh, I can tell you exactly how much. Okay. <laughs> um, well, no, I recently uh, went through a business strategy workshop, and uh, the person who was leading the workshop said, as a CEO, mm-hmm. as a business owner, your time's worth about 150 dollars an hour. Yep. Yeah, that's definitely fair. So, you know, so is hundred fifty dollars an hour a good use of your time trying to figure out Facebook? Probably not. <laughs> not. Not if you're trying to run a business. I mean, yeah. If you, you know, especially I'm thinking in the restaurant business where that that is your life pretty much. Sure. You know, you're you're never not working in the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely not worth your time because you you know your time is better spent making sure the restaurant is Very running well. the way it's supposed to be, and you mm-hmm. leave the social media marketing to an expert. Hopefully you leave the web development to an expert as well as the photography. Um, these are all things where you want to bring in someone who is a professional in that field. Let them do what they do best. Sure. Mm-hmm. And it enhances, you know, what you're doing. Yeah. I think and if you're working with a company that knows what they're doing, they're going to be providing reports for you. And just being honest, because not everything does work. So it one of the things I like not enjoy, but one of the things I do pride ourselves on is we are not afraid to go to a client and say, look, we ran this campaign. It doesn't look like the results came back as great. So mental note or note on your client file, we won't be running this type of campaign again for you. And then we move on to doing something better for them. That's getting them the results they need. So should that be a red flag for somebody that's hired a, a social media expert if they are not getting those type of conversations? Yeah. And it happens a lot. A lot of times I, I start talking to a business who maybe has worked with another social media marketing company and I'll say, well, how's that working out for you? You know, what type of results are you getting? And there's really no clear reporting or You're kind of crickets basically. Right? Yeah, the worst like, answer would be, I don't oh, know. No. And yeah. it, it happens because again, you know, so people don't think of social media as being something to track, but there's tons of metrics. And even, um, if you just the very basics, if you go into your insights tab on Facebook, if you have a business page, it will show you your reach in your engagement and you can see those numbers um, your likes how many people actually recommended your business and so if you're not seeing those numbers continually increase like yeah you may have a bad week or month here and there but um if you're not seeing a continued increase on your basic numbers in terms of reach questioning it yeah Yeah. because if if you're especially if you're paying somebody and yeah yeah. sure so those are those are some of the ways and another thing i just kind of wanted to uh bring up is oh events actually Running events is a great way because you do lose some ability in certain circumstances to track from online to offline. Mm -hmm. But we've done a a lot of event marketing for customers, clients, um, whether it be like a New Year's Eve special or a Mother's Day brunch or a charity event, tickets being sold. And you can track um, tickets being sold on Facebook, but a certain number of people will actually just go to the establishment, buy at the door. But if a lot of their marketing was majority, you know, done on social media and the events are selling out, then that's a great way to track how sure. your social media is working too. engagement at that point, yeah. Yep. So um, this may not be quite on topic, but, you know, we're talking about all these different ways that you can market a business using social media. And I know just from my own business um, technology 
changes rapidly. Mm-hmm. Trends come and go. So in your uh, line of work, what trends are you seeing right now? Like what is in regards to social media marketing? Oh, great question. Okay, so as of this date, which is June 2000, July 2018 timeframe, um, the trend, cause the, and I want to I want to put the, that date in there, that timestamp, so because literally yeah. I don't want this to come out like and someone listen to it next year and be like, this girl doesn't know what she's talking about because stuff changes so quick. But event marketing works really well on social media. Um, events, face, video, Facebook Live. Video, video, video. Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. And um, Facebook groups work really great. And just running your paid campaigns. If you're not running your paid campaigns on social media, I I'm, I feel you're missing out. Some other social media marketers may disagree with me, but I just think it's such a useful tool. There's so much you can do with the paid campaigns. Now, what kind of yeah. events um, are we talking about? Oh, we've done everything from you know one-day events to larger events where like there's a series of open houses at a business um, for seminars, workshops. Uh, you can do an event if you're having like a sale at your your place of business. It could be a you know for this month only we're doing a discount on X product. And then you can track, you know, how the sales went and if people responded to the event, if people started asking questions, these are all like indicators that your social media marketing is reaching the right people. Now, is that something that the client might come to you and say, we're going to be doing an event and we want to make sure we push it? Or do you approach them and say, you know, you should really consider an event? It's a little bit of both. Okay. It's a little bit of both because we like if we see something working for another client, We'll definitely say, hey, look, we noticed this trend is working. You may want to try it. Obviously, they have to tweak it to their business and their their industry. But we're always willing to come to people with ideas. And then clients come to you saying, you know, this month we're running, we're running a, a certain type of special or something. And uh, I mean, keep in mind though, with the specials, like people may not be in the market for maybe they can't make it to that event or they don't need to purchase from you at that point. But still, keep in mind your reach, the clicks the types of engagement you're getting. Just because they don't buy at that point doesn't necessarily mean that they won't be a future client. There is a 28-day acquisition window, too, on Facebook tracking. So say we ran a campaign and somebody bought on day 31 or day 29 even after seeing the ad, the Facebook won't track that. Interesting. Oh, okay. Yeah, you get a 28-day acquisition window for a lead gen and, and uh, purchases online. Oh, interesting. Yeah, if you're and if you're running e-com online, um, Facebook will show you exact dollar amounts of how many people have purchased. So not it, so e-commerce. Yeah. yeah. So online stores, online shops. Um, is that off running off the pixel? Is that yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you install. Now you can explain what the pixel is. So, <laughs> I, I sucked you right in there. You like that? <laughs> so your code on your website will show how many people. A pixel is a code, and it goes on your website. It's from Facebook. And it will show how many purchases occurred exactly from what ad set. So how powerful is that? Because you can see that certain ads didn't generate enough sales and other ads generated more. And you can shift your budget to what's working for you. So that's for e-com. Sounds like a pretty powerful tool. Mm -hmm. Mm. Now, do you, um, you must take into account um, Google Analytics uh, from a site when you're... Oh, good point sort of putting together your strategy for your clients? 
Yeah, and we'll look back at the Google Analytics to see how much of their traffic is coming <clears throat> in from social media if we ran a campaign, because it's quite possible that people saw it and still went to the regular website. Um, so we'll see if there's a correlation, if the website traffic is fluctuating when we're spending money and when we're not spending money on Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn. So. And I, I know just from working with you a little bit that uh, landing pages are part of the strategy as well. So maybe you could take a minute and explain how those fit into mm. what you do. Yeah, that's a great way to uh, collect or track your your success on your marketing campaigns too because if you have a landing page which is essentially it can be you know similar to your website but it's one page that people can only get to if they click through from a certain advertisement okay. then you know anybody who came through to that landing page is coming through from that ad so you can have a call tracking number on there that way if they're calling your business you're not losing the ability to track if they're coming from your social media campaigns yeah. okay and then there's one other thing I kind of wanted to point out, and it's less related directly to the dollar. So being able to track that lead, track that new customer who came in, that new phone call, but customer service. Mm -hmm. So one thing I see that's changing a lot with social media, and especially with Facebook Messenger becoming more and more common, is, and I haven't even changed our pricing structure to accommodate for this, you know, taking care of it for our clients. But that's coming, right? <laughs> oh my gosh. It's everybody is messaging the pages yeah. and it's crazy because it's stuff they can like find on Google, yeah. but people are kind of lazy and they'll say, they'll ask, you know, do you guys deliver? What hours are you open? Hey, I noticed that, you know, you have this on your website. Can you explain a little bit more what that means to me? And we set up like a protocol with a client on how to answer questions, whether they're, you know, standard FAQ or if it needs to be directed to a manager or a particular point person, mm -hmm. um, kind of like a standard operating procedure with how to deal with these incoming inquiries. And people expect to be answered on social media Quick. within like hours now. Yeah, because it actually shows the response rate too on, on your Facebook page, correct? Uh-huh. <laughs> Facebook puts it right out there for mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. And if people are commenting on ads that you're running, we have to answer those questions or have someone, you know, who we can point these questions to, to get, to get engagement. Is that typically on the client or is that a service that you would provide? A little bit of both. If we can map out some like frequently asked questions and answer the, the basics, then we'll take care of that for the client. Like I said, I haven't changed my pricing to accommodate for that yet because it's becoming, it's becoming a lot of work. Um, if it's more specific, but by the time you hear this podcast, those you prices be will changed. be adjusted. Yeah, so Call it now. now. <laughs> um, so that, and then if it's more like a specific question, we'll direct it, you know, to management or have them call. Like some managers will even give out their cell phone numbers. Hmm. So the the customer service, it's really hard to tie a direct dollar to that. You can't say, oh, because I answered this question quickly and promptly, and I guess that's the same word, promptly. Um, and I answered, you know, with the information they were seeking that it generated a new sale for me. But if you didn't answer it, right. how much does it cost you? Well, customer service is huge. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's, uh, again, that's part of your brand. Right. You know, what kind of experience are people having when they interact with you? Sure. So if they get prompt service and they get their questions answered, that's great customer service that enhances your brand. Yeah. And, you know, you said, like you said, it's hard to tie a dollar number to it. But it is very, very valuable because you can easily see how a, uh, a poor customer experience affects a business. Right. You're not going to get referrals and they may even go on to the next business if you don't right. get back to them. Yep. Mm -hmm. So so there's, there's clear ways. I guess I'll kind of wrap it up a little bit, but there's clear ways to tie your dollars back to, you know, 
from e-commerce and online sales happening right there <clears throat> within one kind of smooth transaction. You can see how many dollars were made off a specific campaign on social media versus the more, I guess, less dollar related, but still important. So is your engagement increasing? Are you getting you know more, uh, are you growing your client base? And also your customer service, is that being maintained and what is the value of that to your business? Wow, covered a lot of ground there. And it, yeah, I'll answer any other questions, but you could also hit me up on... Social media. Yeah, <laughs> I'll get back to you. <laughs> uh, well, the, speaking of that, uh, you can reach the Marketing Essentials team uh, through our website, which is marketingessentialsteam.com. And a special thank you to Rooms and Works for uh, the use of their conference room for today. Uh, their website is roomsandworks.com. Here in Providence, Here in Providence, Rhode, Rhode Island. Island. Yes, thank yeah. you. And what else do we have? Okay, so subscribe to our podcast. Yeah. Facebook page. And the Facebook page, yeah. which I don't is... Know what that is. It's <laughs> me making some sort of weird finger. Just, just <laughs> yeah. Bill's giving me signals over here. You can here. find us on Facebook at Marketing Essentials Team. Uh, and you can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Right. And check yes. out our marketing group, Little Roadie Marketing. Yes. Want to tell us about that, Bill? Little Roadie Marketing is a uh, group that we put together for uh, people to, um, what are we calling it? What kind of group? Uh, a, uh, I, I do want to say consulting group. No, no, no. It's a support, support group. group. Thank you. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> for some a- reason, I, I had something totally no, different. It's, a, it's, a, it's a resource and support yeah. group. Yes. And uh, it's basically will be popping in and out of there, but it's basically made for uh, business owners and leaders to interact with one another to discuss uh, marketing concerns they have and help each other out. Mm-hmm. So, with that said, I think that's about it for today. Thank you for joining us. Please subscribe to our iTunes and have a great day. Bye. Bye. Bye.